partners, it's Cassie the Henry. Hello, Hello welcome, welcome to, to the Butler's podcast. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that so funny? Because you're staring at me. Yeah, well, I've got nowhere right, else to look. Right, Butler, what are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk about our lockdown mixed case of bestsellers. Um, because we, you put this together. I did. Um, in the current climb, then uh, we thought it would make it easier for everyone to just pick a box of, of some of our best-selling wines um, that you can enjoy when you're at home, either avoiding work or drinking from 11 in the morning or um, trying to make yourself feel better or just enjoy some really nice, tasty wines. So you created this lockdown box, didn't you? I did, because we... Thank you very much, everyone who's been ordering from us, because it's made us keep going, which obviously in the lockdown situation and the global pandemic is very kind and useful. We've had some great support. Thank you. Um, we noticed a lot of the same sort of wines being ordered initially. So I thought, let's put together a mixed case, discount it with all of the best sellers in and all the kind of top favourites um, to make it easier for everyone and cheaper. Yeah, and we needed to hit a £100 price point, didn't we? Because that seems like a good price for, for 12 bottles of wine. Yeah. Six whites, six reds, no fizz, no pink. They'll probably, pink and fizz will appear probably in the next couple of months, won't they? We'll do yeah, now the sun's out, rosé's gone nuts. Yeah. So the problem with this podcast is that we've got to talk about 12 different wines. So are you going to wander off in between at about probably wine number six but we'll i did i came it. up with this idea we'll as well the conversation over the top of i me. thought it would there be nice go. for people to have the case because so many people have ordered it and then they could listen to the podcast and know a little bit about each wine so they could almost do a little in-home wine tasting mm. i'm a bit nasally today you are yeah say let's say it's hay fever mm, the making as well right Wine so let's one. go through the whites to start with. As so, they read on our website, butlerswinecellar.co.uk. Boom. Okay, the first wine in the box is the Lesetto or Marquez de Seto, which is the Sauvignon Blanc from Mexico. Of course it is. <laughs> we did <laughs> actually, seller. we did source these wines for the Lechosa restaurants, Mexican restaurants in Brighton, um, because they were really keen to get Mexican wines in. And we sourced these two, which are actually very drinkable. Yes, and luckily I, I committed to four pallets of these in advance to keep the price down for the year, and now they're shut. So clearly this is in the box because we need to get rid of some stock. It's not. So We have kept reordering it because actually it's a good wine and kind of over-delivers. Yeah. And, and it says Mexico on the label, which is interesting. It is interesting. Lots of people are dabbling with probably um, learn how to cook Mexican food at home. So this would go really, really well with some of those light, fresh, zesty starters. Um, and although it says Mexican, it's right on the border of Lower Californian Badger, Baya, California. Um, so let's not discuss the borders. No, probably not. You're probably right there. This, yeah, this moves on. But it's uh, unoaked, very fresh, zesty, nice and clean and crisp. Good fruit. Good food wine. I was yeah, going to say, right, if you had actually, any asparagus, any like of the season, new season asparagus, that would probably work that very nicely. Nice. They've been making wine since I think the 1930s, but the, trying to find information on this producer is, uh, I don't like know, like trying to get to Mexico. <laughs> yeah, probably from is. California. From California. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Okay. Next, next in the box is the full space Chenin Blanc from South Africa. He's a little beauty. Really good value, these wines. Yeah, this, this one, South Africa um, from uh, near the Fulce Bay uh, on the western sort of Cape. 
um, and all made sort of sustainably, isn't it? This is almost natural. They they don't seem to add any any preservatives or additives. They're uh, really sustainable in the vineyards. They plough the vineyards with horses, uh, so they don't use any machinery. They're turning it back into into organic and biodynamic. And yeah. They, um, I say biodynamic, I don't know if they are or not, but they're, they're very they're, into their, their farming. Their motives are, are yeah. that way inclined, aren't they? And they're, they, they're respecting the environment because uh, this particular area that they, they have vineyards in has a massive biodiversity, which is very important to the local region. Um, and that needs protecting the plants, the flora, the fauna. And so the, the vineyard really has to work within that and not uh, disrupt that balance. But the wine packs a punch, doesn't it? I'm just waiting for this one to sort of double in price. Go it's good. Get... It's kind of, it's got creamy citrus. It's got nice texture. It's really good with food. Yeah, a bit of weight to it. With lots of food. It's... They recommend that it can go with spice as well. So any spicy food. So if you're having any Asian or a takeaway treat for the lockdown week. We did, didn't we? We had Kemp Thai. That was delicious the other yeah, day. Really Very good. fresh tasting. So, yeah, it works really Phil's well. Phil's back in the kitchen, isn't he? And clearly it makes a difference. He was only allowed to make the sandwiches right. for the staff, to be It's fair. a great wine. So, moving into Spain. Borsal Macabeo. Um, we needed something in there to keep the price down. So, this works as a really good... This is a good house wine for restaurants and bars. But, it, again, it over-delivers. Macabeo is the grape variety which makes up... Um, the bulk of lots of everyday drinkers from Spain around all of the different regions of Spain. Borsao is a um, very forward-thinking uh, producer in Campo de Borja, which is sort of east Spain, northeast Spain, um, not that far away from Rioja. <clears throat> and they make world-class reds, but very affordable. And this is their sort of everyday drinking white Bit of tropical fruit, nice acidity. It's really nice. Every time we try it, we think that's really, really good for the price. Why don't we drink more of it or sell more of it? A lot of investment and and a lot of technology, but it because it's not a fashionable wine making region, as as opposed to um, say Rioja or Priorat or whatever, the the prices aren't super high, so they they offer a lot of value. I like it. Next one is the Montefiore Suave Classico. Mm-hmm. Really nice wine again. I think that's great. I love Suave anyway. Yeah. So where's it from, Butler? That'll suave. Be suave then. <laughs> what was that trick question? Keep me on my toes in case I glazed over. The producer. Useful wine, only 12%, 12.5%. It's a cooperative um, and it's made from the Garganica grape variety, which is indigenous to that area. And this has more of a sort of a peachy melon, quite a round, soft fruit flavour to it. Um, very gentle wine, and again, I, it, it over delivers for the price. It's it normally be about eight ninety nine, but it's really good quality suaves are probably twice the price of that. But because it's a cooperative, they're allowed to they can buy in lots of fruit from lots of small producers, so they can get their economies of scale working really really well. Um, but it delivers great flavour. I think it's really good and good for drinking on its own. You don't need to have food with it. No. Nice. Let's stick with Italy then and the same region. Cortegiara, Pinot Grigio. Do you know anything about this one? It's very nice. Good, good work. It's uh, Cortegiara is the, um, it's the sort of the the everyday range from a top producer called Allegrini. Allegrini make world-class wines uh, such as their Amarone 
and their Valpolicellas, and then um, the winemaking team that make those wines, they buy in from contracted growers um, fruit and they make this sort of more everyday uh, range of wines that reds and whites and this is their Pinot Grigio and it's uh, Pinot Grigio with flavour. It's, it's not got a bland. lot more going on than some of the cheaper Pinot Grigios. L- looks really cool and it's uh, it's got a bit of texture to it, a bit of weight so that, that would go I'm with I'm pretty a, sure it's been lees aged. Which means? Which means that the wine has been left to settle on the lees, the sediment in the bottom of the bottles after fermentation, which gives it a bit more of a creamy texture. Okay, so that, that could stand up to, to some lighter main courses, something a little bit creamier, light meats, like nice... Um, Chicken. Yeah, and shellfish. <laughs> Just looking at our tablecloth, it's got shellfish all over it, isn't it? Okay. Speaking of which, tin tuna... Uh, Raza Vino Verde. <laughs> I thought that was what you were calling me, Tin Tuna, my CB handle. Come in, Tin Tuna. <laughs> well, I was, Raza, the Vino Verde would be excellent with some nice tinned fish. 10 4 for a copy. Yeah, Raza is one of our house favourites, isn't it? We've just ordered a, a palette. A palette so to be shipped from Muffa, who makes the wine in Portugal. It's always a bit tricky at the moment because you never really know who, which countries are in lockdown and can't make the wines and. Um, who can ship, who can uh, send wines out of the country. But thankfully, um, Raza has been selling really well. So we've got another pallet on the water. Um, really Which will light, arrive in about October. Possibly. High, high acidity, crisp, slight spritz. Really nice. I, we always kind of used to suggest that this could be used as an alternative to Prosecco, but a, a drier version of Prosecco because it has enough fizz to notice the spritz in it. Um, but it's a really easy drinking wine. It's only 11.5% as well, so you can definitely do a second bottle. And let's face it, it tastes a lot better than Prosecco. So. And I used to make sure I had a bottle of this in the fridge in case I'd been out the night before and was feeling a little bit peaky the following day but had to go out again drinking. This is the one that will get you back in the room. Like a Barocca. It's a, it's, yeah, yeah. Be a Barocca. Easier to stomach. Moving swiftly into the reds. This makes me laugh because I've got a, a picture of him in, in front of me for some reason. It's just popped up on the screen. Mr. Pat. Fat Pat. Mr. Pat Merlot is from Australia. Named after Mr. Pat. Um, the oldest wombat in the world who was living in Australia, who sadly is no longer with us, but um, was taken in as an orphan um, by an animal sanctuary. He had no friends and was bullied by other wombats, Because he was orphaned, yeah. So they took him in and then overfed him because they then used to wheel him around in a wheelbarrow because he was too big to walk on his own. Portly, I think, (laughs) is a phrase. He had Um, his own Facebook page, didn't he? And was on Tinder. And they would raise some money for the animal sanctuary. So it's a good cause. Um, Also, the wine is fairly amazing. It's completely unoaked Merlot. Um, so you get really soft, ripe fruits, juicy fruit, um, plums and red fruits, soft tannins. So it's really easy drinking. Um, and it's, there's no, no additions of any chemicals. Again, it's really naturally made. If you tasted this, you wouldn't necessarily think it was from Australia, would you? Because it has a nice, light freshness to it. Yeah, you could have it lightly chilled as well. If it's a hot day, I reckon you could take that out of the fridge. I think Not just the cold. label alone, looking at the label with Mr. Fat Pat and his, and his wheelbarrow is enough. I yes, think that's great. but it is great. It's a good wine. Classic now. Camino Rioja. Criantha. So it's a Rioja. It's got a bit of Tempranillo, probably some Garnacha in there. It's been aged in oak for a while to give it a creamy feel. 
solid. It delivers everything that you would expect from a well-priced Rioja. Uh, probably more, actually, because it's not thin and insipid like some of them can be in when you go into some pubs where you get those big branded things. It's really got that nice, comforting fruit and uh, a warm sort of feeling to it. Very soft tannins. Very easy good to with drink. barbecue if anyone was able to barbecue at the moment. Yeah, a bit of lamb. Really good with some barbecued meat. Rack, rack of lamb. Yeah, lovely with lamb. Sort of herby, And again, charred, um, when charred, I went yes. to Rioja on my wine trip a few years ago, they would bring the red Riocas out of the cellar so they were cold. Mm -hmm. So when it's a hot day, really nice, a little bit cooler. So you could whack that in the fridge for 10 minutes, just have a slight chill on it. Delicious. Household favourite, Pasquier Grenache from the south of France, Van de Pay Dock. Many of you have probably bought this on multiple occasions. Um, we do keep looking for, for other wines at this price point, uh, but it's very hard to find anything that beats this pair, the, the, both the, the Grenache for the reds and the Sauvignon for the white. Um, it's lovely. It's just a nicely balanced, well-priced wine, very silky smooth from the Grenache grape. A bit of spice. From south of France, very mm. easy to drink. Could slightly chill this one as well. It's really fruit-driven. Talking of chilled wines, you could do that with this one, can't you? Oh, yeah, Walter Pablo Malbec. It's not quite like other Malbecs, I don't think. No, it's it's slightly different in that they make part of the wine they make in the same way as they make a Beaujolais with their method called carbonic maceration, which which um, exaggerates the soft fruitiness of, of the wine. It's not a big bull buster. It's not big, rich and oaky sort of thing. It's more Juicy. about freshness and juiciness. Easy to drink, a lunchtime Malbec, if you will. Um, not a big sort of 15% wallowing in your armchair type Yes, yeah, so if you were in Argentina on a hot day at lunchtime and you were having a little bit of steak with some chimichurri, <laughs> that would be your wine. He's always welcome at a barbecue, isn't he? <laughs> um, what, about, what do we say about this one? Functional but tasty. And Sicily, which is a sort of emerging region. People seem to be more interested in Sicilian wines at the moment and obviously really good food wines. So I think people are interested in the cuisine of Sicily. A great variety that's used across uh, southern Italy is uh, Nero d'Avola, which this is one. That and this is the Cardi fruits, Ponti. Red fruits and sort of... A bit again, of smoke. Yeah, and a bit of juiciness. A bit of chocolate. Um, it's popular. Wine, yeah, tasty. it's very popular. Simple, but tasty. And a good food wine again. And if you're having mushrooms or, or anything like that, or vegetarian stuff, more earthy dishes would Charred work. Charred veg and the burnt veg, maybe on the barbecue. Um... This is a killer wine. This is this is this much is overlooked because everyone buys the the Malbec, but the Cabernet Sauvignon is the better wine, in my opinion. Um, Sotano Cabernet from Argentina, back vintage as well. I've noticed. I think they've moved on to eighteen. We're on seventeen. Really classy wine. It's sort of what you want a, a red Bordeaux to taste like at that price, which it never does. Really elegant fruit, quite complex, balanced. Gives a lot. It really silky It's really smooth. good. Lovely. We always suggest that people try this as opposed to the Malbec by Satano, just because it sort of gives a lot more for the money. It's more complex and interesting. Eight months in oak, just to soften it up and keep it um, nice and and smooth and, and juicy. No rough you get edges. a black currant. You get a bit of coffee, a bit of chocolate, a bit of vanilla. It's, it's nice a, with food, but it doesn't need food. I, I no, you could drink, drink that easily. It shows really well at tasting. So It's a good crowd pleaser as well. That. So if you were sharing this with other people or you needed mm. to give a bottle from this case as a gift to someone, that would be a winner. 
Really good. So I think all in all, that's a, that's a nice selection, isn't it? Yeah, and hopefully might ease some of uh, people's stresses during lockdown. Yeah, we, we try to remember to keep all of these wines in stock, but sometimes we have to offer some substitutes. And normally, if you get a substitute, it's a more expensive wine, which you get for the same price So um, as the lockdown box. So, yeah, I think it's fun. And then at some point, maybe in a month or so, or probably a month, we'll do a new lockdown box. Yeah, and we might try and host an online tasting as well at some point. Yes, and probably do them in pairs. It would be a big ask to get you to <laughs> drink bottles. the 12 bottles in one session. I don't know, I think many me. people would be up for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a 24-hour shift. <laughs> That'd be fun. You could do a fundraiser. Do it, do it for the NHS <laughs> and then it'll get admitted into the Liver Ward. <laughs> Anyway, okay. thank you very much for your support. We've got to go off and enjoy and the wine. Some lockdown boxes and we deliver have get some to deliveries lovely out. customers. Thanks for supporting us. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Speaking of which, cheese actually goes quite well with wine, you know. Tally ho and to the pit. <laughs>